Welcome back in. Cougars and Mountaineers coming your way in about 90 minutes and earlier in the week. The head ball coach, Mark Pope, sat down with the media. A lot of interesting commentary. We'll play some of it right now as we get you ready for BYU in West Virginia. Coach, we talk with Kalani and the football staff when they travel back east for two time zone trips. Does it affect basketball players as much as it may affect football players? Because they like to go extra early when it comes to yeah. football. I think it's, it's so much easier to travel. I mean, you think, I think about, I don't know how much the football equipment people are getting paid, but they should be getting paid more. That's a lot of gear. For us, it's easy. We just, everyone takes one bag and we just jump on and we're calling and we're there. So I think the thing that I worry about the most is the time differential. Like we went and played in Florida. It just seemed early, right? And this will be a six going to a four for essentially a four for us. So it's kind of right in our wheelhouse. You want your guys, you know, we kind of worry about our guys finding a way to get to sleep Friday night. And so they don't know this, but I'm going to put them through an excruciating conditioning regimen right before bedtime so they can sleep. But yeah, it's just part of the deal. Like it's, it's, um, it's a little bit of a challenge, but it's a challenge that everybody faces and we got to be able to overcome. This, this isn't your typical eight win team in February, West Virginia. Like what, what's kind of the, the thoughts on them with them having their personnel back? Yeah, this, this West Virginia team is really good. You think about it. So all they've done in the last two weeks is beat Kansas, beat Texas and beat Cincinnati. And that's its eight win team. Like, I mean, go figure. This Jesse Edwards was unbelievable last night. I mean, his size and length and the space he covers. And what was he, 25 and 10, give or take? I mean, if you talk about one piece, it's going to change your whole existence as a team. And then they've got some other guys healthy. You know, their, their roster's finally healthy. And, you know, they're great at home. I mean, they're unbelievable at home. So if you look at them statistically right now, they're actually plus 30 free throws over their opponent at home and minus 30 free throws on the road. If you can believe that. They're plus 11%. Uh, they're 44% shooting three at home and 33 shooting it on the road. Uh, the, you know, the, the kind of every stat you get online, this team is a team that is killing at home right now. And clearly they beat the best in our league at their place. And so I'm going to tell you what's great about this league is that we're going to play a team where we're supposed to win this game. Like, it's like you got to go win this game if you're going to win a game. And they just beat Kansas and Texas and Cincinnati. And, and like, that's how awesome this league is, right? And so it's great. But, like, we love every bit. I can't wait to get there. Morgantown's a really special place. It's beautiful. And uh, their fan base is incredible. And it's going to be an unbelievable game on Saturday. Mark, what, what do you attribute Noah Waterman's nice improvement or pretty pretty yeah. great improvement from one year to this year? What, what's, what's happened? It's him. So uh, one of the greatest things ever as a coach is when a player just makes some decisions that he's going to change. Like It was almost like in a day, guys. Like He just woke up one day and said, I am going to approach this different. Um, he did it with his urgency. He did it with his off-court life. He did it with his academic life. He did it with building relationships with his teammates. I wish I could take some credit for it, but I can't. You know, I think his teammates could take a lot of credit. I think that he takes most of the credit for just saying, you know what? I'm actually going to believe. I'm going to believe that the way I'm approaching this needs to change, and I'm actually going to change it. And so uh, I just, you know, it doesn't happen like that all the time. And when it does, it, but it's what you dream of as a coach is to be able to just bear witness to guys growing and make shots or not, or, or not, right? Put up 20 or put up two. 
Like he's a different human being right now. And it's super cool, man. It's very cool. And it's a, his own doing. He just got to the point where it's like, I'm going to do this different. I'm going to approach this different. It's, it's, he's, he's reaping the rewards right now. How would you assess how the, the backup point guard situation is developing with you know situations to give Dallin a breather? How do, how do you feel like that's progressing? Yeah, um, I think it's going to be super interesting. I mean, we're still trying to figure it out. Trey's obviously given us some uh, some great life. Jax is uh, really interesting, trying to find more space for him to be on the floor more. That's probably the three guys that we're spending the most time with right now doing that. Um, and the truth is, is that for all intents and purposes, when Ollie's on the floor, he's really the point guard. I mean, we're really running all the offense through him. So I kind of think of that as our four guys that are that are that are um, um, carrying the heavy burden of the playmaker role for our team. And it's going to be a work in progress all season long. How does the post back kind of change things going forward? His ability to score in the low post. What's interesting is this league is the more the farther we go on, the more he's going to be important in the short roll. Him in the post is great. Him in the short roll is massively important for us. And he's actually made a couple great plays against Texas that way. And. It's a space where he's got a bunch of weapons. His, his quicks are really good to eight or nine or ten feet, and he's really comfortable getting off. He's really good off the bounce. Um, if, if people don't rotate a double to the short roll, and then he's pretty good at finding guys, and we've gotten better at cutting. So um, he's really important for us there, uh, and clearly he's really important for us to get a standing post catch now and again. Um, but the most important thing, you know, what I was really pleased with leading up to the Texas game was his energy and transition defense, sprinting the floor and bringing energy to the defensive end, starting with transition defense and then manufacturing rotations with a few exceptions. He was really good. And that's where he can be a game changer for us. If he can, if he can be great on that side of the ball, it makes a big difference for us. Have you you shut down Marcus Adams, or is there a chance he still could play? Marcus actually had, last week, had his first full week of practice. It was incredible. He's still dealing with some injuries that I don't know if they're ever going to be able to resolve uh, this year. So we're, you know, we're trying to get him to a place where he can get fully cleared. But to just have him on the practice floor was super fun. You know, he's got to do some things modified right now because he can't, um, he can't do full participation all the time, but but um, we had a really good week with him last week, and so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Is there, question. Is there any hope of you potentially putting Ali and Foose together on the quarter, Kiki, putting into a big lineup? Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yes, I want that so badly. I just can't practice. Like, you know, we, 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 we won't have Ali for practice at all this week. And so it's just so weird, guys, to, like, just throw that out there in a game I wish I was more trusting, but we just, there's so many unintended consequences. So, you know, even in this week where you felt like, oh man, we're going to squeeze some time together. It just happened with injury and illness that, that those guys won't be on the practice floor at all, all uh, together this week. And so, man, I would like it. That would be so fantastic. Because um, those three guys, they actually have interesting ways they can function together. With with Foose and Atiki, I could probably put Foose at the four, uh, Atiki at the four defensively and, and Foose at the five offensively just because. The way Foose functions as a ball handler is a little bit different than a Tiki. And, and uh, it'd be all kind of interesting the, the ways we could kind of squeeze one of those guys with Ali on the floor together. Certainly with the way this, this league is rebounding right now, that would be super impactful for us. It's just, <laughs> just I don't know, we've got six, it feels like maybe six reps the entire year where I might have been able to put those guys on the floor together on the same team. And so... 
you know, maybe we get really blessed and in the last, you know, two months of the season, we find some more days where we can actually put them out there and see what it looks like. But we just, it's crazy how, how we have not had that opportunity at all. That's BYU head coach Mark Pope getting you ready for BYU and West Virginia. We'll get a check in on Big 12 basketball scores and then catch up with Sam Farnsworth next here on Cougar Sports Saturday.